Welcome to Ask Phoebes, a weekly address where your questions on crypto and zero chain are answered. I'm Derek Phoebiger, Director of Operations for Zero Chain, and I thank you for joining me. Let's hop into things. Four days, eight hours, 30 minutes, 40 seconds until Elfinet launch and zero box app debut. Today is a good day, and so is the next four days in anticipation. Um, what's up, guys? It's um, it, let's start off with zero chain highlights. Um, so yeah, we have four days until Elfinet launch. I'm super excited for you guys to try it out. Um, Bernie and I have been um, kind of playing with it. We uh, showed you that sneak peek on Monday, I think it was. Um, so I, it, it was overall a pretty busy week because we announced Alpha launch, um, the official launch, and um, we've been toying with it and playing with it. I mean, there's there's been little bugs here and there that we've been flushing out. So um, that's one thing I wanted to address off the bat was, you know, when you try it out, it's going to be sweet. But you, you'll probably encounter some errors going into it um, that the team will have to go and fix because they've already fixed a few things. Um, so it's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with the blockchain itself. Um, the consensus protocol is rock solid. Um, but, you know, syncing the app with the blockchain, it's very intricate stuff. So, uh, so I'd, 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 I'd just, I know that there's going to be some people that are going to be like, Oh, this thing sucks. I can't upload my file because of this error. Um, if they encounter one, because I encountered one um, a couple days ago that um, inevitably got fixed. I had to like reset the app and stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's but it's super, it's super cool. I, I it's kind of hard for me to grasp because um, there's there's been nothing like this that uh, that you've been that is this easy to use and inter interacts with the blockchain? Like, like Sia, I'm, I've been trying to um, get um, like the Sia wallet going and upload some photos and like you have to sync the entire blockchain. It takes forever. Um, I, I guess it's running like a full node. Maybe there's a, a quicker sync method. I, I only did it for, um, tried it for like in a few, uh, like 30 minutes, tried, tried messing with it, just downloading their wallet, it took forever. Um, but what I'm saying is with Zerobox, you download the app and you can, I mean, you see in the video, I download, I, I, I opened the app, made a wallet, created an account, uploaded a 11.94 uh, or like a 30 second video, uploaded that onto the blockchain, downloaded it off the blockchain and showed it to you and then showed some other features. And that was all like, I think it was like a three minute video. So that's that's what's kind of it's it's such a big deal and it's it's hard to grasp the, the like the, the the level of accomplishment that zero chain has um that that zero chain has uh that the feat that they've accomplished so so yeah that's uh that's alphanet launch um and then the bc listing was finally announced and that's that's another thing that that yeah, right now might not seem like a big deal because it's not uh, it's it's not an active exchange, but it's a Chicago-based exchange has like 
18,000 Twitter followers, uh, thousands of already pre-registered accounts. Um, they have plenty of, plenty of, uh, they have a lot of, they have a lot in place to ensure that's going to be a high volume exchange. And they also are going to have a fiat capability in the U.S. So it's real. you're seeing it a lot. It's a lot easier to get the, the a fiat gateway. Um, and fiat basically means uh, that you can put cash, I mean, basically deposit cash, buy crypto with it. That they're, they're, it's a lot easier to do that outside the jurisdiction of the United States. And the fact that they're already uh, progressing towards, they, they already have the framework in place um, for a couple months after their launch to have that ready. Um, and, and we'll probably be listed a uh, month or two after their launch, and they're expected to launch this month anytime now. Uh, so it's it's a big deal, and it's it's going to be a high volume exchange, and that's and it, and it has it, U.S. people are able to use it, and you can't use Bitfinex from the U.S. So I, I know there's a lot of people from the U.S. in the ZeroChain community. So it's it's just overall a good win for everyone. We're all, we're always looking at new exchanges. This isn't the last one that'll ever be adding zero chain, but it's uh it's it's a nice it's a nice step forward. And the other the other thing to note is there was a competition, <laughs> there was a voting competition that uh, you probably noticed that was 16 projects that are in the round three listings. And these 16 projects uh, were split into two teams, and they did a Twitter poll to see which team could get the most votes. And the teams were comprised of some other projects on one side, and then our side had had Dogecoin. Um, that that was the only one that I knew of. But anyways, so the 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 poll was underway for 24 hours, and uh, the, the last like hour, a bunch of bots came in, and there were there were definitely bots throughout the course of the 24 hours because it's it's pretty easy to get bot voting um, set up. But I think the last so the lot so up until the last hour, there was like 4,000 total votes on the poll, and it closed with like. It was like 20,000 votes. Just It was just a battle of bots. It was pretty funny. You can go check it out on Twitter, on the BC Twitter account if you want. But yeah, it was just pretty funny because it was just a battle of bots and that led to a bunch of uh, upset people uh, on both teams because bots were messing with the polls. So the BC team said they're cons they haven't really finalized what they're going to do. But it sounds like they're 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 leaning towards just listing everyone at the same time um, because the point of the poll, uh, would, if I didn't already explain that, I apologize. The point of the poll was to have the the most so the most votes, whichever team had the most votes, got listed first. So it sounds like since bots just messed everything up like they always do, that. Um, that they're considering listing everyone at the same time, but we'll see if that's if that's what they do or not. Either way, we're getting listed on BC, so that's 
that's kind of um, the two big highlights: new exchange and then the the uh, the, the alpha launch coming up. Uh, the two major things to keep everyone busy, and um, lots of other things going on that are in the works. And um, yeah, we can kind of touch on that a little bit in the questions. So we'll hop into uh, question one. All right, question one. From Bob Skinanders, there was one comment on Reddit. Way to go, guys. Really uh, impressive effort. Uh, the uh, the one question on the Reddit thread was, with AlphaNet now set for a week from now, is there any timeline for when you expect to hear about potential partnerships with telecom companies, etc.? My understanding is that they were waiting to see zero chain in action before making any decisions. So just curious if there are any rough estimates. Keep up the good work. So excited to see this all came together. So question one was basically when can we hear more about the partnerships? And yeah, I might be stating the obvious, um, but we can kind of just explain the context. So partnerships uh, kind of start out, it's they're basically very analogous to like a dating relationship. So you have some introductory meetings, uh, you kind of feel each other out, see if there's, you know, see if there's a potential. And then you, you know, you start to develop and demonstrate the interest and then you start to grow that relationship. And then once it's ready, you formalize it and establish a partnership. So uh, we're still developing our software and like you, like like Bob Skinner said, they want to play with it and see where it can fit and work in their business model because this is completely new stuff. It's basically like try to think back to the internet days, like pre-internet days, where if you were trying to sell some a, sell to a, a big company that's doing fine, if you were trying to sell them on putting their commerce, like say like Best Buy, you're trying to sell them on, you know, you have to put your TVs on and sell them on the internet and your CDs and your TVs. It's going to change everything. And if you're, if you're presenting that in days, like it, at 1993, they're going to take this approach very slow. They're going to listen, but they like, there's a lot of stuff that they had to figure out, like how are you going to handle payments? How are you going to handle taxes um, based on where where you're from, like what state you're in? If you're in the United States, though they all have different taxes. Um, how how are you going to make sure it's all secure? And, and uh, like how how can we protect our customers? And how are we going to do distribution? Like so, yeah, that's a good, it's a good analogy for how these blockchain projects are because their current infrastructure is just fine, but they're also aware that there's the potential for disruption. So they have to kind of, uh, they, they need to explore this, but they're not in any, they're, they're definitely not in any rush. Um, so it's our job to not only make present the tech in an easy to, easy to understand way, um, easy to use way, um, but we also have to show that, you know, that, you know, they can get going on this right now and, and it won't create a lot of friction and there's not a lot of risk. 
but it takes time and they want to play with it and see where it can fit and work in their business model. So kind of like dating, you, you don't want to go on, you don't want to go Facebook official if, you know, if you guys have only had one date, you don't want to, you don't want to scare her away. So, um, so yeah, it, it, they're in that due process with the relationship and, you know, there is no rough estimate to announce any formal partnership until we complete that due process. And, you know, there's a, there's a ton of interest from major companies and platforms, but we're not going to go, um, we're not going to go on Twitter and be like, we just had a, a meeting with, with Apple, Apple ship, Apple partnership confirmed. Um, Apple, I'm just using a, a for instance, I'm not saying that we've met with Apple or anything, um, but yeah, so we've had meetings from dozens of, of major companies um, and there's there's interest been the but the the thing is is even the like just the app is an incredible new tool to demonstrate zero chance potential think about me telling you about this decentralized storage or putting a phone in your hands and you like uploading a file on your phone uh, so that makes a lot of impact and i've i've already had a few calls with this and reference of our video that we that I made on Monday, um, which if you haven't seen again, you should check out. Um, it's just a, a quick video of what Xerobox app will look like, and it's 100 times easier just with a video to explain our approach. So that's just with a video of our app. Um, it's going to be another thing when you can be like, all right, go to the iOS store and download Xerobox real quick and upload a upload a photo of your family. And see how that works. It's, and then you can go to the info page and look at how it's it you it's transparent, and and, and on the blockchain. Uh, but that goes to also say that you know a meeting doesn't equal a partnership unless you're Tron or Justin Sun. Um, so it's it's all in the works. But you know the the enterprise side moves very slow. The nice thing about the crypto side is. Everyone in crypto is ready for this movement to happen, so they're a lot more willing to, uh, like, crypto-based companies are. They're ready to 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 play with um, like decentralized storage solutions. So everything's going good on that front. And then um, let's hop into question two. All right, question two. These next two questions are actually just going to be pretty much quotes from Siswata. Uh, so. Uh, Matt asked um, qu uh, for question two regarding becoming a service provider. What does the white glove option entail? It, is it just building the rig or also co-location? What happens if a white glove rig has downtime? Does zero chain take the responsibility for that? What about insurance of the rig, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? Um, so for context. Um, We are we we released a service provider brochure um, a couple weeks ago, and in the brochure we list out what kind of hardware that you'll need in order to be a miner, a sharder, or a blobber. For each miner, sharder, or blobber, there are different hardware requirements, and ZeroChain LLC is offering a service where. We will build and deploy your rig for you if you 
one. So we relist the hardware requirements for a miner, also known as the M rig, the hardware requirements for a miner sharder rig, also known as the MS rig, and then the hardware requirements for the MSB miner sharder blobber rig. And within each option, uh, we offer the white glove option. And the white glove option will be basically all you have to do is just pay the pay a fee, um, just a flat rate. And then Azure Chain LLC will assemble it, test it, and then deploy it to a colo facility for you. A colo facility is basically just a, a big warehouse where they will run your blobber for you. Um, so the, it'll have an internet hookup with very high speed internet and it'll run smoothly. So it's like flawlessly. So the question was basically like, what, what are the, what are the specifics on the white glove situation? So Swata's answer in verbatim is we can build install software. We can build comma install software and co-locate in the Bay area. If we need to ship, then we can only build and install software. We don't provide insurance for a rig, but you can probably get it from outside parties. If a rig goes down, Zero Chain can provide service support, say for X dollars per year, time and material, but they do not take responsibility. Um, anything can happen at the data, data center, power failure, faulty network, mishandling by the data center operator. So the, uh, the basically it, what happens is the white club service will entail the building, installing software, and then co-locating. Um, or if if you go the shipping route, they'll they'll ship it to the colo facility that you choose. Um, the one thing that I wasn't clear on in in Siswata's quote, and I'll have to ask for clarity is. If, um, if you do pick the zero chain service support option, is that only available if you co-locate in the Bay Area where they're close, or the service support, um, service support available everywhere. Uh, so if you want to co-locate it in Singapore or something, do they still provide service support? I don't know why I can't say that word very well, service support. It's hard to say. Um, so the, basically you'll, they're not going to take responsibility or liability for the, any, anything that goes wrong with it. But if you do get the service support option, they'll make sure that this, the, this, you know, this, if the software is down, they'll, they'll go and fix it. Um, they're not going to like, you're not going to be able to get a, a refund or anything. Um, if something goes down in the colo center and you know that that's not the point the point is that they're going to they're they are going to make sure that your rig is running well and the the software is running well on it um so that's kind of the that's the service su support aspect but the white glove option is a no-brainer where they they'll build it install the software and test it and then ship it out so that is question two. Question three, I think this was from Bruno or Cicero, I can't, can't remember. Um, but it was a quick question on uh, IEE DAPCON. It 
said, Thebes, how was the presentation in the IEE DAPCON? Um, and Siswata, Siswata, so context, IEE DAPCON was a conference where they uh, presented Zero Chain and shared a bunch of the white papers. And um, Siswata said it was great. Both Tom and I had a room full of people and good questions afterwards. In my case, a lot of people asked questions and were interested in our zero wallet product as it will solve a key problem in cryptocurrency today in a very elegant manner. Um, zero wallet for context is um, our wallet that's going to be available with it and it's going to have uh, a really cool thing um, that we call split key technology and um, it's a 2DA, two device authentication, so you're gonna use multiple devices. Um, but we use, uh, um, I believe it's a BLS signature scheme, signature scheme, and, um, and, and uh, there are other alternatives out there, but they're using Schnorr signatures um, from what I, my very um, rudimentary uh, knowledge level, the, the BLS scheme works. It, it enables a lot more efficient uh, utilization of that split key feature. So um, there are other like split key options um, on like Zilliqa and then Bitcoin's coming out with one, but we're, we're innovating with a different signature scheme uh, that makes it faster, uh, quicker. So that's how we do things. We're just fast with everything that we do. Uh, so that is that kind of that, that that basically concludes Ask Phoebe's this week. Uh, but I did have so I I thought of this one this one analogy that I like to that I'm gonna use a lot more to. So if someone asks you like why why would I use Zerobox over AWS, and the really cool thing with Zerobox is you're gonna see that you know when you upload a file you can look at the just like when you can go send someone a link to the EtherScan um, page. If you send someone some Ether, you can basically send them a link on the Explorer and be like, "Hey, dude, this is what I sent. I sent you some ETH. Here's proof of it, and here's your address." You can do that. The cool thing with, with, with Zerobox is you can do that same thing, except you can do it with uploading your photos and your files and your images. You can do that same thing with an info, the info page. Now, why, like, why is that cool? Well, it's cool because you can, you can prove that no one is messing with your files and your videos and your sensitive data because you can see it on the blockchain. You can verify that it's passed the challenges um, and that it's been successfully fragmented and erasure coded and uploaded on the blockchain. So the analogy that I was that I that I'm going to start using a lot more is so think of think of your sensitive photos and videos and stuff as your baby and your imagine having a child or if you already have one it's a lot easier to imagine um, you're sending your child to daycare and 
you want, you can send it to, you have two options. You can send it to a, you know, a, a, a popular daycare that has good Google reviews. And you can send it that your child there and says good reputation. You just kind of drop your kid off and, you know, expect that everything's going good. Let's say you're doing it for the weekend. This, this is what makes it a better analogy because you're probably going to be more nervous about leaving your kid with someone for a weekend. So you, you give it to them. They got good reviews, good reputation. This, in this example, it's going to be AWS. So AWS is the daycare with the good reputation. But on the, on the, the contrary, there is no, you can't like, you can't really check in on your kid over the weekend. You just have to trust that they're doing a good job with your kid. The alternate, the alternative is you can go to this new daycare. Um, it's kind of, you know, we, we, we haven't built up the reputation to the level of an AWS, obviously, or this, this other, this daycare hasn't built it up to the other one with all these Google reviews. But on the flip side, there's a, there's like 20 webcams at this daycare on the, on the, uh, in this daycare facility and you can check in on it whenever you want. So if you wake up at 3 a.m. having nightmares about your kid being kidnapped, uh, you you can go and alleviate your concerns by going to, to check on this webcam, which is a huge deal. I have, I have a dog, as you know. He's actually uh, he's right there. He's chilling. Uh, I have a dog. And I take a daycare. And I, have, I have to check on the daycare cam to make sure that he is being taken care of properly, and it may, it, it eases my concerns very, very nicely. But so if you have that daycare or that webcam option, your you can see that you know you that your kid's safe and it's and like everything's fine. But then also you have you have that collateral aspect where you know you you know like you you know that the daycare isn't going to start whacking your kid over the face with a crowbar or something <laughs> something crazy like that because you you like you, it's all on webcam so it, you know that your kids it, there's a lot there's a lot more at stake if you know if there's any tampering going on so that can also be said with, with Zero Chain, where you know you can check on your file, you can make sure it's okay, so you have that that webcam, so to speak. Uh, so that's kind of the analogy that I like to do. It's like a daycare with without a webcam, and then a daycare that you just can't see anything that's going on. Yeah, so it's a it's a good way to put into perspective the advantages of the transparency of you know your your data storage because. There are a lot of breaches out there, and if, if if have you'd rather have that feature than not have that feature, right? Um, and it, that's especially true for enterprises because they have the liability of the data for customers because um, they're storing it on someone's behalf. Your mom might not care about the fact that she can check on her data, but if Target is holding your mom's data and they're they're they have a, a legal obligation to handle that data properly, 
they're, they're probably going to be interested in, um, you know, having that extra layer of, of, of security. So that's it. That's it. I'll, uh, I'll shut up now and um, thank you for watching. And I will talk to you guys. I don't even know if there is a next week because I think the AMA is next week. So uh, enjoy the, uh, the Alpha Nets in four days. It's going to be a good time. And uh, I'll see you on Telegram. Bye.